Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. All right, we're back again. It's the Soul Material Podcast. It's T. Mark the Street Shark and the OGEO himself. All right, we're here for another episode of Sneaker Business Talk. All right, so I'm going to kick it to the OG, uh, let them know uh, what's going on, because uh, we, we have to pull back some layers uh, to a uh, situation that's going on in the sneaker industry. Not new, but we want to talk about it because uh, it's popping up again. Indeed. Shark, it is officially the fourth quarter. Holiday season is upon us, and we have, again, all the releases that are coming out from all the brands and of course, with the times that we are in um, with social media, um, there has been a big buzzword now with quote unquote backdooring. And um, it triggered me being an OG because the definition of backdooring, of course, has changed over time, particularly the past few years. And I wanted to peel back some layers, Shark, because what's going on is not necessarily backdooring. So, similar to what we did as far as um, in a lot of our episodes, we wanted to define what backdooring really is, what it was, and how it's being miscategorized now and what it really is at this point in time. All right. So, and I'll just ask some rhetorical uh, questions as we as we go all out more for the audience um, as well so that we can have these clarifying moments because we're all about clarity over popularity. So that's why mm. we're, we're attacking this bitch because there's, you know, many sneaker vlogs like the you know, regurgitate some of this information, whether it comes from a particular source or not. Um, so we, 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 you know, caught wind of, you know, some bloggers wanting to say that they have integrity. So that's why they're covering it. But trust us, you know, we have built trust with you, our audience. Um, and this is why we do stuff like this, because it's clarity over popularity. We're not doing this for clickbait and we're not doing it just to, uh, uh, we're doing it for you um, so that you have more information uh, about what's really going on because backdooring is not new. Um, and it's actually gotten a different connotation over time because in the beginning, that it was just accepted because of the way that, businesses already operated or whatever you know what i mean so like i bet you if you had a relationship with a, a store owner or a boutique owner you didn't you weren't complaining about backdoor <laughs> uh, uh you know you could be you could consider you know stuff that just doesn't make the shelf um as a backdoor you know but if you had good customer service, you had good relationships, sometimes they were just saving the stuff for you. And so is that a backdoor? Uh, uh, um, you know, is that not a fair shot for everyone to get it? Um, well, when you were really in the culture, you had those relationships and nobody cared that other people weren't getting because it wasn't visible who didn't get it uh, uh, and, and who got it. You, uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, but if you had those relationships, I know the shark and the OG both had those relationships uh, um, that we could get things done. So, so tell us uh, OG a little bit about uh, just the background uh, from your perspective on, on backdooring um, and then just fast forward us to where we're at. And why did this strike a nerve? Definitely historically and to all the other OGs listening to this, of course, I'm preaching to the choir. So just bear with me, but let's go ahead and, really show why we're the podcast you cheer for because it's time to have the story time the rug is out sit on down 
listen up because what backdoor originally was until all the original heads out there, you know what it was. You didn't get a shoebox. <laughs> a shoe could have possibly gotten to a store a couple weeks before a official release date, maybe even up to three weeks, maybe even a month if you were lucky. And guess what? This is what happened. You slipped a manager or assistant manager, an employee, straight cash homie. That cash went to the shoe box. Guess what? You got your shoes with no box. When that release came, the manager or whoever was running the register that day, they will scan that box. They will pay with the cash that was in that box. And whatever was left over was their tip. And that's what it was. Then it evolved to what the shark just talked about, to where you had relationships with folks and went even the back door, quite frankly. <laughs> it would come right outside <laughs> from the stock room to you, maybe in a bag, maybe not in a bag, maybe to be discreet, maybe not. If you somewhere in a neighborhood store, people know who you were anyway, wasn't that big of a deal. And now what's going on now, Shark, is that we're not talking about guys going into a store and picking up something and just, you know, dropping cash and calling it a day. We're talking about now with all of these buy, sell and trade shops and so forth. We're not talking about guys just coming in with a couple of shoeboxes. What I saw defiantly on the internet was a box and the box was clearly from a company that has used that same codes and same everything for the last 20 25 years i worked these companies you know 98 99 2000 so i get it and we're talking about entire box the entire box of a full-size run making it to a buy sell trade shop that's not necessarily backdooring that's what you call theft <laughs> well, and, and, and we'll just, talk be, about that just to be clear, you know, there are, you know, especially just referring to those images that are on the Internet. I'm just going to co-sign uh, what you just said. Um, those boxes are very unique. If, if you really worked in the stores and you know what they look like, then those are the same boxes that are coming. That's your inventory for the store. Um, you know what I mean? But somehow that it doesn't make it out the back room. Uh, um, and um, yes. So so that's the thing. And then also just to add on to. Um, uh, one of your scenarios as well about the, the money in the box, you know, sometimes you didn't get, you got the box, hmm. but the box didn't have the label on it There you go, um, because it took the box off to do what you just said is that they rung the sale up on the release date and then scanned the, the barcode of the label that they ripped off. Um, so, you know, you know, again, those, trust me, that was happening. As a matter of fact, um, I'll tell you right now, um, here's a location. I'm just going to put this on your GPS. Um, it's in the 757. Um, it might be on a road or a drive named Tidewater uh, um, and uh, might be a shopping center uh, that a store that I worked in that we've talked about. Um, not that store, though. There was another store in that shopping center. I know you shop there. Um, and um, that was a franchise model. Um, so that meant that there was a local owner that could do whatever they wanted to do. And I remember oh. plenty of people complaining um, that came into the store that I was a representative, a corporate representative for. Um, and we'll talk about how certain releases would show up ahead of their release um, and then try to complain or and then talk to me so that I could escalate things um, at the corporate level to, you know, tip off some of the big brands, Nike, uh, um, that people aren't about it by your release dates so just tell a real story because we were there <laughs> um and yes it does exist so i just i even just dropped <laughs> a location on y'all uh, um 
Can't tell you if it's still going on. Not going to say, uh, but I'm just, you know, I'm just going to say that I've seen it in the past um, that, yes, the whole box or the label uh, uh, situation, just so that they can scan it late, late, later. Um, so that's a lot of, you know, trust going on that they're going to keep the money and do this, this, and this. Um, so, and what a responsibility uh, that the stores have to actually save the money and, and, and do it right. You could still just duck and run the whole way, uh, you know, but, you know, it's going to catch up with you anyway. So enough of the side tangent, just wanted to put a couple uh, extra examples in there, but go ahead and keep going all the way. Uh, and I'm going to shark, but just to peel back a layer, um, so many blogs and websites and, you know, reels and social media talk about how ethical they are. But let's talk about what's going on right now. And I think we're probably going to be the only ones that's actually going to discuss this because there is no way possible, Tony, that you can have a multiple size run of multiple boxes of probably the most wanted, a most popular shoe to the masses right now that has not been released just yet. Untouched, unmarked, and you could just take it to a buy sell trade shop and call that backdooring. What's yeah. going on, Tony? is that um, you and I have information, we have evidence. If you are from a certain area and you watch the news or read the news, this is what's going on. You have FedEx drivers um, who are in on the game. So what goes on in a lot of these corporate companies that are million dollar companies, as long as a manager can file a claim to say that, hey, I suppose to get 68 boxes. Hmm, only got 64. And usually when managers know What's what for are missing? They know what shoe is coming out and they know what's missing. I don't say the company doesn't care. I say the company knows they're covered from an insurance standpoint. So you have a lot of FedEx drivers who know the game and it's definitely a scheme. It's just like, you know, almost smuggling drugs, like going through the wire in the Baltimore when you are at the harbor almost. It's that's the fish to where these guys have it in which on their scanners and so forth, they will show they were even at the mall at a point. But the managers have to be out there and count the boxes. They're like, I'm missing four. But ask, I'm scanning these four. Where are these four boxes? And guess what? I know it's a retro Jordan. I know it's a dunk. I know it's a phone posit. And certain managers um, can't take it. But so personal now because they're like, OK, how far am I going to take this? Because I don't have any ownership or any kind of stock in this company. So I'm just a manager here. And as long as I get it written off and I don't get in trouble and my sales are what it is, I'm have a bad Mac that's what's going on so i say all of that to say that um a lot of these stores got to be careful because they it's all about the bottom line and tony you know inside that stuff is stolen <laughs> it gets to a point to where you know you you are dealing and you're hustling stolen product there's no way some kid is coming into a, a buy sale trade shop with 36 pair 36 pair and three boxes, we know the numbers, we know the, the size runs, identical box and everything. The boxes are untouched, the shoes are untouched, everything's untouched. No, you're dealing with thievery at that point. And that's one thing that's not been discussed at any other blog, any other thing. I'm talking about backdooring, this just happens. We're talking about theft. <laughs> We're talking about FedEx drivers who have been convicted, <laughs> who have been arrested, who have, again, they got the trade. And with the most of us, Tony, you know how it is. Once you, you you eat a little bit, you get greedy. And I'm talking about it's months and months of trails of these guys um, doing what they do, getting caught red handed. And it's like they got so much evidence on them and nothing they can do but get the cups on them and call it a day. 
Um, but I can tell you there are a lot of managers um, at stores that know the trend and they're like, I know which ones are missing. File this claim, call a day. Or you get some FedEx drivers that won't take the whole 36. But they'll, they'll take 12. They'll take 18. Like it's it's gotten to that point. So I just want to put that out there because everything I saw about backdooring and why everybody crying and, and we have to be ethical and talk about this and everyone knows everyone's benefit from this. Like, nah, we're talking about theft right now. We're talking about stealing. We're talking about arrests being made because there's a middle part of when the things are shipped to the stores and not to the stores. And most managers now, you know, if you are a local person or you have a relationship with them, they'll tell you about it, but it's not advertised as much. But um, a lot of FedEx drivers that had thousands of dollars, but um, they pay for it in the long run. And is it really worth it? So you see a kid coming into any kind of store with that kind of inventory, you might want to think twice, say, did that really go to a store? <laughs> so, and how did that get out of the store? So um, I'm going to do my Wendy, like, so, <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, you know, uh, breaking news. I've witnessed this before. All right. Mm. Um, so let me give you my Wendy, you know, uh, insider report that says um, I've witnessed before. So just also keep in mind that, you know, level up beyond the FedEx and let's talk about the freight carriers. All right. Um, mm. the, the real truck drivers. All right. Um, that's where the stuff is happening. Um, I've witnessed this. I have seen where uh products um have those trucks have been intercepted uh, um you know and it's, it looks very purposeful so without going into too much detail i will say that the two markets were atlanta and chicago and mm. the biggest hit was chicago all right and i will tell you what the product was they were prada shoes uh, um going to an urban retailer um you know what i mean and once they found out that those high-end uh, shoes were going into that store, um, you know, the interception looking like Deion Sanders uh, on the highway because they was they was picking those trucks off, uh, um, you know, and they, it didn't take them. We The stores weren't even open for a full year. Um, like new market, new stores, um, you don't know who we are. They figured it out pretty quick. And a store... Some of those stores got hurt um, because in certain locations, it was more of an emphasis. And I've talked about this, about Nike in particular, saying if we're oversaturated, like too many stores in the proximity, then you as a new store can't have Nike. And that was the case at some of those locations, which why those locations didn't make it all the way, um, mm -hmm. because we couldn't have Nike uh, until the until you prove yourself for the first year um, and then you reapply. Um, and then you would also, you know, now we're going to have all these other shoes in there. Now we're going to have higher end. Well, you know, we didn't have uh, products in all the stores and all markets or whatever. But that was, you know, at that time, you know, those product, those American Cup, <laughs> you know, you know, those things were like water for, um, mm -hmm. you know, club goers. It was like the uniform. For a certain market <laughs> so that being said the highs and the lows and we had them um and they were picking those things off and like i would just remember the the loss prevention um you know exercises and all the things that you had to do um to uh gives you budget for some of that stuff but it's it's the shrinkage part it's not the a whole truck intercepted that you you know then you had to do some stuff like it was the ozarks or something and, and and send the placebo truck um to to catch them trying to catch you uh you know what i'm saying and i was like is this like this is trafficking now um you know just think about it. i just made an ozark reference so everybody that watches that but just think about how they would send the the dummy 
uh, uh, cars on some of the missions when they were trying to uh, test and see who was watching and who wasn't. Like that's we're send a drone to do it. You know what I mean? But that's that's that story is like well over 10, 12 years old. Uh, might be 15 years old, but uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? But it really happened. Um, and um, so, yes, it's always got to be mindful of, of those things. Uh, you know what I mean? Because, yes. And then just for our audience, so they're clear before we get to the, the end of this episode and y'all still don't know what we're talking about. We are talking about the Jordan 1 lost and found uh, uh, shoes that everyone that people were sought after. And it was just some ambiguity on the release dates and where they're going to be available. So as soon as they start popping up in random places, no you know, it's just it's just like, what? What? And I was just like, is this part of this some twisted strategy? Because it's really the lost and found ones. So, and then, cause it comes with a card that looks like an old purchase order. Um, and, and it was just like, oops, we found some extra, you know, so here you go. So I was just like, are y'all like trying to bring back back door or something just to make it seem like the lost and found was found. And then this is how you get like, you know, I'm giving you that way too much credit that that's the real thing, but you know, all jokes aside, like you got to think about all of those things, uh, uh, you know what I mean. So again, we just want you know, don't let your your passion outweigh your common sense. Uh, you know, you you want something, but you know, again, this is why we give you clarity over popularity, so that you know how to buy, you know how to be patient, you know when to be patient, you know what questions to ask, and you know some fugazi activity when you see it in front of your face. And this backdoor or this whatever they say this is, it's not that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and again, that's why I got sensationalized over time because it's almost like we're not putting emphasis on the relationships that you need to have. We've been telling mm. you that since day one of mm. the Soul Material Podcast, all about Next. your relationships, right? So put more value in relationships and you won't have to worry about getting back doing all this other stuff. Unfortunately, the rules change, so stores don't have the leeway that they used to, but some of them do, some of them still do, all right? So go find them. You might want to start with your local skate and SB shops because they don't, you can have relationships with them more than anybody else. But you'd have to actually like dunks in SB dunks long before, you know, people uh, told you to like them. You know what I mean? So, and then they were dead and then they're back. (laughs) Yeah. So, another story for another day. But just that point is the art of those type of retailers those mom and pop brick and mortar stores they they really only exist at the autonomy level at this sb level nowadays you know what i mean but you know there's there's still a lot going on uh, uh, you know what i mean so that you can still have relationships so that you know when stuff is coming um i get it it's not the footlocker raffle or whatever you know but there once was a time where there was no raffle and yes that's mm-hmm. like you said where people are lined up that was the most frustrating thing to be someone in line and then you literally see somebody else like just wheel out um or, or whatever or like it depends on if the line is inside the mall or outside the mall but if you're in proximity and you can see in the store while the lights are on and you uh are standing in line they didn't even put the gates up and it's like how do people get inside to purchase mm. it when the gate is still up like come on you know what i mean so um you know back doing you know, the last part that I just wanted to touch base on the other sensationalized backdoor is we talked about some of those is when, you know, um, 
certain retailers will actually meet up with the collaborator or something, and then they do the handshake deal at a hotel or something. Uh, no. uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, then, then that was the shipment coming in. So either they unload right there or that was the agreement for the shipment to come to you and not come to other people. Um, um, so, you know, those things are also happening where, so some of your, you know, these, especially the younger ones, I don't care who you are, you know, you're the plug, all right? Stop it. Um, you know what I mean? You're paying an acceptance. You got somebody else's money or credit to get you started. All right. And then you are spending an absorbent amount of money um, just to acquire this stuff, just to make $50 on each shoe. But when you spend a million dollars and you make 50 on every one, you know, on every pair of shoe, you know, you are making money, but relative, like you, you should be making a lot more uh, if you actually had real accounts and, and real Real, uh, you know, you're doing it for the clout and you're doing it for, you know, what people tell you you are, you know, because the plugs don't really want to be known if you're really like that. You know what I mean? So shout out to those plugs that are in the sneaker business that, that you know about. I'm not even going to name the names, but some of y'all got your own store in your own house or your penthouse or something. And you got people coming over shopping in your in your own house, in the living room. Um, you know what I mean? Because you really got connections and you really got it like that so i know some celebrity clients but i'll let them be uh anonymous if you know you know um you know what i mean but stuff like that does go on so all these people talking loud they're usually the ones not really doing it all right so there you go clarity over popularity that's your sneaker business talk any uh final words from the og before we wrap up not at all man just what you just said to me of the gang saw gang star classic just to get a rep and um that's what this is all about now, it seems. It's just to get a rep. So I will get my shoe how I get it, but game is changing so much. But just how people are trying to educate others, it's just fraud. So again, we got to clear it up because there's backdooring and then there's death. And there's no fine line between it's just not, period. There you go, because that's why we're giving it to you, um, because... That's our job. We're not saying, oh, people told us to talk about it. So, you know, we're obligated. No, we're giving you what you need. It's almost like those other sites don't realize that you're not giving the people what they want. That's why they're asking you to talk about different stuff. But here again, we're going to tell you what you need to do. That's why we're the podcast you cheer for. So appreciate it. Um, And um, we'll sign off and see you next time. So well, for the Soul Material Podcast, it's T. Martin Street Shark. And OGEO. All right. Signing off. See you next time.